This is Radio Dad with Mike Austin. Shining the spotlight on dads, stepdads, granddads, all dads. Bye, Daddy. And now, Mike Austin. Hey, it's another Radio Dad podcast, of course, and we welcome you. Our thanks to our fine sponsor, the folks at BeRescued.com. BeRescued.com, where they make natural products to heal and soothe and stuff. It's all made out of bee propolis. Look it up. Bee propolis, a natural substance that bees make there in the hive. And this family-owned business, BeRescued.com, they... um, well, they harvest that propolis. They let the bees have their honey, and uh, which is their food. And they make stuff out of the propolis, which is like tooth gel and shave balm and the original rescue balm. So look it up, berescued.com, and they are our fine sponsors, and we appreciate that. Been with us for years. All right, today we are going to talk about fatherhood as far as showing by example, as always, but teaching our kids, especially our young boys, the importance of clothing what it means to dress like a man, like a gentleman. Pull your pants up, put your hat on straight, stuff like that, all right? Uh, Now, if you're at a basketball game or you're hiking or whatever and you put your hat on backwards, your ball hat on backwards, no problem. But, I mean, really, if you're in society and you're going into a restaurant, take your hat off. And if you're going to, you know, be outside someplace, um, I don't know, where where you had front-wise. That's a small thing. But let's talk about dressing up. So many uh, young guys, even older guys now, they are adverse to dressing up. We've taken the idea of casual Fridays to casually every day, even to the point of some people going to the store in sweatpants or pajamas. You've seen it. You know it. Let's try and elevate that a little bit. We're going to talk to our guest today. He is a good friend. He is, and I say that not even sparingly, this guy... When I had COVID a while back, he was one of the first to call me, cheer me up, sent me uh, some you know musical files and things like that that I could listen to. He is Jesus Angel Miguel Garcia. He is from Burgos, Spain, and you will see from his accent. He sounds kind of like Ricardo Montalban. I always give him that. I always have him say fine Corinthian leather to me. I request nothing beyond the thickly cushioned luxury of seats available even in soft Corinthian leather. <laughs> so... Uh, Jesus is a etymologist. He studies language. He teaches. Uh, he has a, a website called the Spanish Institute where he will teach you Spanish or Latin. Yes, Latin, which used to be taught in public schools. Uh, he, and there is, that's a whole other show. Um, but he's also an expert on etiquette and manners and uh, dressing gentlemanly and things like that. So we're going to talk to him via Zoom here in just a little bit, and he's our guest today on the Radio Dad podcast uh, as we are starting to connect with him. In the meantime, while we're pulling that signal up, let me just tell you and remind you to let your friends know about Radio Dad on the web at radiodad.com. Uh, and our podcast is gaining audience uh, only through you as you share it, tell your friends, tell your loved ones. And, and we do appreciate it. If you got an idea for a, uh, a guest we should have on or something we should tackle about fatherhood, being a man, uncle, grandfather, stepdad, divorced dad, single dad, intact family dad, old dad, young dad, if it has to do with fatherhood and manliness, we're going to try and cover it here for you. And I see we have Jesus with us. Ladies and gentlemen, from the southern part of Canada, direct from the boat, all the way from Spain. I always tell him he lives in the southern part of Canada, just around his house, his own province called Spanadia. Jesus, 
You look spectacular today. It's now is oh, it warming up there in Spanadia? It it is. Uh, and actually we I'm glad that you mentioned that because when it comes to clothes and we're going to talk about clothes. Ah. You can see that uh, I'm wearing a thick jacket. Yes. This is actually um I acquired this garment. Now, that, why is that significant? Yes. Because when it comes to clothing and clothing for the gentleman, we look for three things, three values. It's uh, quality, craftsmanship, and tradition. Okay. That's it. But now, wouldn't tra uh, craftsmanship and quality, or, or those are not uh, in the same category, yes. the same thing? Yes. And then, uh, but also you can have quality and then the craftsmanship, how uh, the uh, attention to detail. Okay. Like a personal and, touch uh, like that, that. That's it. Um, but we, we do that, we extend that not only to the clothes, but also how you set the table. Imagine when you're having somebody, a guest, a guest of honor, and you are going to select, again, the quality uh, plates, the candles, the music. You're not going to choose anything, or the flowers. Mm -hmm. You're not going to choose something, the flowers that are a bit decrepit and falling down. You're, you're going to choose and how you, you prepare yourself and the food, the best food. No, you don't just go and buy okay the cheapest and because you are going right. to honor this person, right? right? And the same for the wedding, a wedding, a wedding luncheon, the same. Well, the same with the clothes. Frugality, I think, comes into play. If you can't afford fancy, fancy, really nice, expensive food, get what you can afford, but present it in a way. It's the presentation, That's right? Right, because at times it's not so much to do with. How much money is how you do it. Yeah. You might you you don't need to have lots of uh, clothes, uh, garments, but how you present yourself. This is part of the tradition, part of the patrimony, <laughs> the things that the father pater patrimony you pass from uh, one generation to the next one. You can, uh, for example, the tie I'm wearing. This uh, this is my, this was my 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 father-in-law's tie. Ah. So I inherited that. If it's quality, you can pass it on. You watch uh, or your cufflinks, right? Or maybe you oh, and the cufflinks. Yes. If you buy a nice pair of cufflinks, you have it for the rest of your life. I have several pairs of cufflinks from my father. My brother-in-law was getting rid of his cufflinks, and he gave me several pairs of cufflinks. And I didn't used to wear them until I got all these cufflinks. I went, well, I better wear them. So now I wear them. And I also have a couple of ties from my dad. Yeah. Classic. You classic my looks. point. QED, quod erat demonstrandum, what it had to be proven. Uh, you proved my point. Oh. And uh, speaking of uh, all of this, uh, what is the relationship between semantics and clothes or garments? Semantics. Now, listen, uh, semantics. The same way there is semantics related to language, there is semantics when it comes to architecture, uh, because it has a specific symbolism, architecture, and the same with clothes, and obviously language, right? Can we talk about the sartorial, sartorial semantics? And uh, you may ask, what is sartorial? Sartorial is, is an adjective, and it is it's used, sartorial, S-A-R-T, O-R-I-A-L. It's related, anything related to tailoring clothes or style of dress. For example, you can talk about sartorial elegance, the sartorial semantics. What is the sense of wearing this particular garment? I because you, if you read books and you watch on the internet, there, there are many people, uh, women, 
and men who are fascinated uh, by uh, men's clothes, yes. gentlemen, how to dress, the shoes, the garment, the fabric, the history, uh, the craftsmanship, and it's beautiful. And they have, but but they miss the main point. Why do you want to wear beautiful clothes? So let's let's break it down. Break it so down. So first of all. Well, let me, let me just tell let me tell the the men, the fathers, the dads who may be listening right now, this is a conversation to have with your son because they are going to wonder why do why do I okay son, let's get dre- dressed up now. Get dressed up. Why? And my oldest son when I had this conversation, he is now 30 years old and off on his own has his own family. Um but as a teenager, he said, "Look, if they don't like me the way I am, then why would they? Why would I put on a show for them? And, it, and so it was an interesting conversation. So I'm looking forward to your explanation here. Well, I'm glad you said that. Is that why do I have to put on a show? And this is also part of it, right? Because it's not about you. Mm. The minute you you encounter another person, you are on on a show. You are showing. You are showing. And also, you know, it's like when you are teaching or you are. Uh, step outside outside the, the house. This is something that is intrinsic, part of the quintessentially uh, in in Europe. You you in Italy, in Spain. I remember growing up. And the minute you step outside the house, you are not only just representing yourself. You are now the ambassador of your own family, of who you are as a member of that family, the whole family, the whole name, the whole tradition. And obviously, if you leave your country or your city, you're also representing, you are an ambassador of that particular culture. So, uh, again, uh, you, you step outside the house to, to go to the shops or to go out with your friends mm-hmm. or at work. And you are now representing yourself, but also you're representing your spouse and your family. Or if you are a child or a young man or young uh, woman, you are representing that family. So there is more more to it, and mm-hmm. and some people remind you, right? Uh, your par- my parents, they always no, no, you are stepping. It's part of that culture, and uh, the question we always uh, talk about clothes maketh man, right? Do you say yeah, that? The clothes make the man. I've heard it many times. Yeah, the clothes maketh maketh maketh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> clothes profit, give back to the man. Profit the man, and it's so true. You walk into the even yesterday, I went to the to the shops to get some groceries, and I was wearing what I you know the, the yeah, jacket, the, the tie, and the and the and all of a sudden the attention, it was very nice. The attention, the 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 the, the people behind the counter, they were very attentive, very polite. And it really makes it, people treat you differently. It First elevates you society overall. I think your clothing. Now that doesn't mean you have to wear a tuxedo to go grocery shopping or anything. But if you wear a nice jacket or a good, even a nice sweater, something like that, not just your pajamas for crying out loud. You see people in the store sometimes in sweatpants and like that. It's just. Uh. But even if they are wearing that, when I, they are signifying things. Obviously, they are transmitting, again, part of the semantics, as I call it, the sartorial semantics. What message are they transmitting? Whether you are wearing something casual, wearing pajamas, right? Or wearing a a nice, if you are a lady, a nice skirt, floral skirt. If you are a gentleman, you are wearing a nice blazer, depending on the occasion, right? If you are are properly shaven, what, what are you transmitting? Everything we do has meaning. 
the way we talk, the way we walk, the way we dress, the way you set the table, the way you write, everything has meaning and we do it for a particular reason. And what do I mean by meaning? When you set the table for a special guest or for a special occasion, be it Christmas, an anniversary, a wedding, uh, any, everything you do and how you do it has meaning. You are sending a message to yourself and to others. And the same with clothing and getting dressed and also dressing up. Not only just getting dressed, you can yeah. just dress, but also dressing up. Uh, and you are, for example, signaling to yourself and to others that you care, that you look after yourself, that you show respect and dignity for who you are, also for who you represent, because it's not just you, Mike, it's you, Mike, the husband, the father, the, the son of your family, and who you represent. So when also when we encounter somebody, right? Well, there's that element in that encounter. Every encounter deserves showing respect and care. And just like when you give a present, carefully wrapped up in a carefully chosen, beautiful gift wrapping paper, so are your clothes, your garments, when you present yourself to others. You just don't dress up in, a, in your pajamas and go out, <laughs> or, right? It's the same like a present. Yeah. You are giving yourself as a present, but, uh, be it your uh, clients, customers, your friends, your family, all the people, uh, your neighbors. Well, you mentioned clients and customers there, and I did have this conversation, when uh, that bigger conversation with my boys at two different times uh, because they're different neighbors, obviously. But why in business, and we all are salesmen at some level, we're all selling either an idea, whether you're selling to your wife saying, I think we should have spaghetti tonight instead of, you know what I mean? We're all selling something. And if, if, especially if you're in business, you go to a client or a potential client, I said this to them, dress nicely, whether it's in a suit or a jacket, open color, whatever, but dress nicely because you dress up in business because you're going to that person asking them, you're, you're telling them why you are good for them to spend their money with you. And if you look the part, if you look better than the guy before you, you're going to get the attention. Not that you're putting yourself above them, but you are showing a sign of respect for the transaction itself, right? Uh, we're, uh, I'm, I'm here for you because I'm going to help your business, but also you're going to give me your hard-earned money. I respect that, and so I dress that way. But Jesus, hang on to that thought right there because we're going to take our break and uh, give acknowledgement to our fine sponsors, BeRescued.com. Then we're going to come back. I want to talk a little bit about not just dress, but a little bit about manners and, and language, how we speak, how we walk, how we look. Jesus Angel Miguel Garcia, our guest, he is at SpanishInstitute.ca. He is an expert on and not just uh, uh, the Spanish language, which he will teach you via Skype or Zoom or however, uh, he's also available for guest speaking, but he's an expert on etiquette and manners and gentlemanly dress and uh, stuff. And why do we dress up? Why do we look the part? Why is it even important? We're going to get into all that. It's all coming up uh, on the way here, the Radio Dad Podcast. 
You may have asked yourself, what's the big deal about these bee propolis products over at BeeRescue.com anyway? <laughs> well, they are 100% natural products that tap into that famous healing power of bee propolis. See, the Bee Rescued family has traveled the world to bring you the highest quality raw materials and then blended them by hand with bee propolis harvested from their very own chemical-free beehives right in the heartland of America. Try it for yourself. Visit BeeRescued.com. That's B-E-E Rescued.com. A Salome Brands Company. Back with the second half of the Radio Dad podcast, I'm Mike Austin. Find us at uh, radiodad.com, on Facebook, and uh, wherever else. We're all over the place. So tell your friends. We're talking manliness. We're talking about being a good dad. And, you know, you might think, well, fashion doesn't have a whole lot to do with that. Who cares? Clothes. I'm a blue-collar guy. I work hard. I I sweat. So you know what I mean. There are occasions to dress up. What if you just decide to spend a Saturday afternoon and not in some uh, you know flip flops and uh, cargo shorts, but you know a pair of khaki pants and a polo shirt or something, or you know a sport coat. Or, yeah, there are occasions where you can dress up, especially if you're going out. You're going even to the store. My friend Jesus Angel Miguel Garcia is an expert on etiquette, on manners. He teaches Spanish. He teaches Latin. He uh, is a guest speaker on a number of different articles you can, and uh, subjects. You can find him at Spanish Institute. Dot .ca and he is uh, joining us once again and uh, we were talking about hey so I guess it comes down to you know you're like you said earlier the ambassador of your family of your business of whatever whether you're not in business even when you leave the house you're an ambassador of your family and it, it really does come down respect for yourself respect for the people around you it's about the respect and the same when uh, as we always say you invite somebody or even at home you, the way you somebody comes to the house and you're going to choose a nice um, glass and you're going to choose a, a napkin and the way you set it uh, and the way you present yourself. You're having a, a, somebody's come to, to visit you, you're going to make sure that you are shaved, you are properly shaven and uh, nicely dressed, clean clothes, and you're going to clean the the, the living room and how you present yourself. So it's part of, as you said, that respect, showing the respect and the care, whether it's a customer or somebody, you know, you, you know. And also beyond that, um, even in, in most cultures, you are showing this intrinsic value and appreciation for what is beautiful, what is good, what is true and what is beautiful. So in a way, all these material things, which is a way of expressing that, an appreciation for what is beautiful, what is good and what is true. And you are showing the true value of that relationship, even if it's a fleeting moment when mm-hmm. you are just paying for something in the shop. You, the way you talk to that person, yes, you try to sh- share and show that care and appreciation and respect for that person, the way you address, good morning, you know, very nice, thank you. Well, the same we do with the, with the clothes. You, what, exactly what you're saying is that you are, we are signifying, you are signifying that I care about you. As I, the image I use, like a present, like a gift, you don't give your a beautiful gift in a just plastic bag that you have just picked up from, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you, you, you choose something beautiful and even you spend time. When you receive a handwritten thank you card, the fact that somebody has thanking you and took the time to choose a, or to make a, a card and to hand, you know, handwritten note saying, thank you, Mike, for what you did yesterday. 
well, it touches you. You feel appreciated and valued. Yes. So let me ask you this then, on the opposite side of that coin, how did we get as a society, as a people, how did we get to this culture of casual? How did we get to this, uh, you know, wearing pajamas to the store or There the, the are reasons, right? And there, there are uh, historical reasons and also ideological reasons um, and even undermining, trying to undermine some of the traditional family values. And yeah, we can get into the ideology behind all of this, right? Um, but uh, we see this um, uh, duality in our society, some people, individuals, and even as a society of some cultures, and we see that at times in or nowadays on the mendacious media, as, uh, as I call it, the mendacious line media, <laughs> and meritracious. Meritracious is a good word. The meritracious oh. media and, and films. And meritracious is, is, means that meritracious means apparently attractive, but having no real value. Oh. Uh, meretricious comes from Latin, and it's M-E-R-E, Mary, and then T-R-I-C-I-O-U-S, meretricious. Apparently attractive, but uh, having no real value. And that's what we, we live in this society, that they want to present you either advertisements or movies, um, or in our culture, this meretricious um, culture, that is not really culture, because it has... It, no real value. Right. And we have these uh, many ladies and many gentlemen who will, they want to beautify their lives, how you make coffee, how you set the table, even, even at home. How, uh, how you make coffee? Oh, yes, absolutely. There is an art. There is an art. And how you make the coffee aficionados right now are going, yes, of because, course, Mike, because, because you might be just making coffee. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just dressing. Uh, getting dressed. No, no. You are dressing up and how you do it carefully, being conscious and how you present it. And even how, you, if, if you come here to my house to visit me, <laughs> I'm going to show you how to make a proper coffee and to share care it's, because I will choose a beautiful coffee uh, cup. Oh, yes. And then how I present it, I will take my time to make coffee. Uh, there are different ways of making coffee. So which one will take a bit longer to show you that I care and I'm going to make a nice coffee, not the instant coffee. I can give you an instant coffee, but if I'm going to use a percolator, which one would you prefer, instant coffee or the percolator? I prefer Obviously, the pour I over. I have a little funnel and, I, put the, the and French, I pour the, the hot French, water over top. It. Yes. So even in making coffee, you are showing to the other person that, look, I've taken time to, like mothers, you right. know, how... So there is, um, even think about it, how many hours per day do you spend in a car and how many hours do you spend in your clothes? So you will think, <laughs> right, you spend how many, you know, how much money do you spend in the car, but how much time do you spend in the car? Very little, yeah. all in all, half an hour, an hour. But on your, in your clothes, you spend eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours. So you will think that we're going to spend more time, more consideration, more money on quality, on craftsmanship, because we are wearing this <laughs> for half of the day, right? There is a French man uh, who studies and talks about sartorial matters with his uh, American wife. And on one of his videos, I, I was watching him and I, I had to laugh because when he was describing combining two types of garments, I think he was talking about a tie with something else. He used the word 
catastrophe. This is a catastrophe. And I had to laugh. I thought, well, he exaggerated. But I thought, this is really very revealing. Him choosing such an exaggeration. You know, it's a, it's a catastrophe. And he, you know, he was passionate about it. And uh, over the top, right? Yeah. The French part of these theatrics, uh, very histrionic. And uh, he, well, by choosing that word catastrophe, this is a catastrophe. If you use this tie and you combine this tie with something else, it's a catastrophe. But he's showing that when it comes to aesthetic matters, aesthetic matters and propriety, Europeans, he's French, I'm Spanish, uh, Europeans take aesthetics very seriously because we see aesthetics, beauty, order, art and traditions as an intrinsic part of our identity and our culture of who we are and what we represent. Anything against it is an affront, is an attack to our essence. Very much like someone desecrating a flag, your, the national flag, or criticizing or insulting your family, your city or your culture. So that's why when you step out of outside your house, you are, as I said, you are you are now becoming an ambassador of your family and your values. Ah, that is beautiful, Jesus. We're up on time, but that I love that. That's a great place to wrap up. But this is something to think about, and I and I hope folks do. Outside of just going to a funeral um, or whatever, you know, you know think about how well, you look, and well, even in how you look at. That's the right. There is a there is a code. Everything, right? As you mentioned, a funeral, of course. In a, if you go to a funeral, you're not going to wear a pocket square if you're a gentleman. You're not going to put on a perfume or, or the cologne because because of the occasion. It's a funeral. Now, see, I never knew that. Uh, if you, whereas if and you're going to wear dark clothes, you're going to wear, yes. if you're a gentleman, a black tie, even when somebody, uh, you know, the president of the country or the, you know, the Prince Philip, when he died, um, the, the people appear on TV wearing a dark suit mm-hmm. and a dark tie, the men, and obviously the, the, the ladies, the presenters they were wearing black uh, clothes. And it's part of the, it's a code. Uh, obviously, we, we use these codes to signify things and also part of the decorum, Latin word, decorum. In English, you say decorum. In Latin, you yeah. say decorum. The, basically, decorum. Uh, decorus means uh, seemly. And decorum is the behavior in keeping with good taste and propriety. And the same with clothes. Not only the way you talk, the way you behave, which is part of the decorum, but also an expression of who you are and part of the expressing the good taste and propriety, how you wear your clothes. Also, the decorum means etiquette. And that's why we talk about the funeral decorum. And um, next time you dress up, then use all these elements, these values, as part of who you are. Fantastic. Oh, man. Jesus, I look forward to chatting with you. And uh, by the way, you can find Jesus at SpanishInstitute.ca if you have questions for him, if you'd like to uh, learn Latin, if you'd like to learn Spanish, uh, if you'd like to book etiquette etiquette, or a guest speaker, perhaps, on etiquette, maybe to talk to your club. That would be great. All right. Do it via Zoom. He doesn't have to leave... uh, His uh, province of Spanadia, that's a little bit of Spain in southern Canada, just at Jesus' house. It's, a, it's his own country, Spanadia. So 
That's uh -huh. right. We have the anthem that you recorded yes, for us. Yes, he's got a special anthem, and uh, I believe you've got a full fence, so immigration has been <laughs> taken care of. I don't know. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. And again, you are leading by example. And we really thank you for all you wow. have been doing now for all these years, for quite a few years. And uh, you are giving us, again, you are uh, leading by example. Well, thank you, Jesus, for those kind words. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye-bye. <laughs> And with that, we put the wraps, the cork, in the bottle of another Radio Dad podcast. Radio Dad on the web at radiodad.com. I'm Mike Austin. And again, our thanks to all our radio affiliates as well. We have an uh, affiliate out in California, I think, and another one in South Dakota we just uh, gathered. But uh, they I, they may put the podcast on their websites, but you can always find it here at radiodad.com. We're on Anchor FM. I think we're on Spotify because of that, too. And uh, tell your friends to join us here. Again, if you have an idea for a subject or uh, are, uh, somebody, maybe an author or just a good dad, or you just want to be on, uh, give me a shout. You can contact me through our contact page at radiodad.com. And our thanks to our fine sponsors, family-owned business, berescued.com. Thanks to Jesus for being on today. And uh, thanks to you for tuning in. We'll be again, uh, God willing, next week with another Radio Dad podcast. <laughs>